Welcome to the Park Podcast, sharing tips, advice and general guidance surrounding the working world. Good morning and welcome to the Park Podcast. I'm Tony Bracken. And I'm Gemma Marshall. And this week we are having a Park Podcast with the Park Podcast mm-hmm. with the fam. So we are delighted to introduce and welcome our two new, two new team members. Um, and we're here to discuss with them career changing, which is something very relevant. Um, Cameron and Sonia have both moved sectors to join us here at the Park family. And so what we wanted to do today was quiz them on the process, the challenges, their experience, and obviously how they're able to now use these experiences to their advantage as recruiters. Mm. Um, <laughs> so guys, welcome. If you wanted to start by telling us a bit about yourselves, Cameron. Hi, um, I'm Cam. I'm uh, from the trust sector. So when I left school at 18, I went straight into the trust industry and I was doing that for about seven or eight years. Um, I really enjoyed the client service side of my roles, um, but I didn't enjoy timesheets. Um, <laughs> <does>? So <laughs> I thought I need to find something that doesn't involve timesheets. Um, so I wanted to kind of move away from the technical trust side of things, put my good client relationship skills to better use, and that's why I thought about becoming a, a recruiter. Sure. And, and when you were at school, was there anything else, you know, at that time when you're making your choices? Was there What else were you thinking about? Um, I was toying with the idea of going to university. Um, I'm a big sportsman, so I thought about doing maybe some sort of physio degree mm. or being a sports coach or something like that. But because I was so undecided, mm. I thought I'm not going to commit to uni for yeah. three years, four years and spend all that money and get into debt and things. And I just didn't know what I wanted to do, really. So I played it safe. And as you do in Jersey, I went into finance. Yeah. And that was it. The I, rest I, is history, I stayed yeah. in there and the rest is history. And you're still able to channel that sports passion, Cam. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I, play, I still try and play as much sports as I can. Uh, I play basketball for Jersey, um, so I've been to a few of the Island Games, which has been amazing. Um, I try my best to play golf, as yeah. a lot of people have. Like try my throughout, best throughout mm-hmm. COVID. Now it's become so much more popular. So mm. try and do that, and just try and keep as fit and healthy as I can. Yeah, great. And Sonia, what about yourself? So I left school and went to Highlands did um, secretarial diplomas, so doing everything, typing, shorthand, which I've never used, Um, (laughs) office practice, word processing, Mm. and then went into uh, my first job was in um, K. Hooper Valpian Co., which is sadly closed down now, and then moved into an accountancy firm just doing audit secretarial work. Mm. Did that, had my children, um, and then left... um, where I was working for three years and then when I decided to go back into work I fell into the charity world which Mm. I absolutely loved and did that for 15 years and then was made redundant sadly and then that brought so many challenges Mm -hmm. obviously Um, so many emotions I think I remember saying to you I felt like I was going through the grief process yes for sure yeah you know and that's obviously you know in 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 the chairs that we sit in that uh, that's experiences we we see fairly often but um, I think you know going back on on another comment uh, you you had there is that I recall we had a discussion in the office the other day about career advice um, and what your career advice was when you were leaving school and made your choices wondered if you just wanted to share that yeah so I was I was told 
old. I, I actually have quite a, a proficiency with languages. I, I can speak a few of them fluently. And that's where I thought I wanted to go in my career. I thought maybe interpreting and I was told there was no money in it and not to do it. So that's why I did the secretarial course at Highlands. It's crazy. Yeah, so I didn't wow. pursue my yeah. dream. It was only yesterday that, uh, in fact, I was speaking to my mum and she was uh, in the park, you know, with, with the grandkids, keep keeping the uh, dream alive. And she said there was a, a little boy that was obviously really chatty, came over to her, was chatting away. Hello, my name's Raphael and blah, blah, mm. this is my mummy's this and my daddy's this. And she said he was really sweet. She said, I thought he would be at school, but he's actually only going to be four. Um, and she said he w then went over to his grandma and immediately just fluent Portuguese, just... And she said to see it, at, you know, a, a three-year-old, the way mm. he was just able to switch wow. like that was unbelievable. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, to underestimate those sort of language skills is pretty scary, really, yeah. isn't it? Well, when I started school, I could speak French and Portuguese fluently. Yeah. Um, I didn't learn English until my brother started school. Um, and then it was pidgin. I had the odd word. And then mm. obviously I started to learn English and work really hard at English. Yeah. yeah. Um, because obviously... It's our language, isn't it, over mm. here? But, um, yeah, you're a sponge at that age, so it's great to hear are, that yeah. little boy. Yeah. It's yeah, lovely. lovely. I know it is, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought, yeah. Um, obviously, you mentioned the redundancy process, and, and I know that you've recently shared a blog about that experience. Yeah. Um, and we know that, obviously, it, it, as you said, it's had a massive impact. Um, and how were your sort of thoughts and your confidence through that whole job seeking? You know, what, what experience would you share? Um, it knocked my confidence for six because, mm -hmm. you know, especially when you're in an industry where you're giving back, um, working in the charity world really fit my ethics and who I am as a person, who I've become as I've grown up. Um, and it knocked me for six and I... I didn't want to go back into finance if I could avoid it because mm. it's brutal and the work the work is hard, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, it really did not my confidence actually. But I, I mean, I was really fortunate. I had quite a few interviews that I went for, and obviously I found you guys on LinkedIn mm -hmm. and, and mm. interviewed with you. And just even speaking to you on the phone that first day, and that's something I would definitely say to people when they're going through wanting to change their job or redundancy, whatever has happened in their lives, is to definitely speak to an expert mm. because you you can be shown that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and I yeah. felt that from that first conversation and I came away from that thinking, wow, I really want to work for Park. Mm. Um, but if I don't get the job, actually, you bolstered me, you gave mm. me some confidence and, and let mm. me kind of... Um, think about what I wanted to do for for the next step of my career. Good. Well, that's, sometimes that's it's good, good to just to offload, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. To that that Absolutely. knows what they're talking about. Yeah. And, and I think yeah, because we have that experience often, yeah. you know, and people really do underestimate the impact that it can have on on them and it, it is likable to the process of grief because you yeah. go through those stages and those different emotions of of you know anger mm. of you know hurt etc yeah. etc et disappointment yeah and all those things all and, and, all and negative. I think, you know part of our role as well as obviously to 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 find people you know match people with roles find them a job you know um work for our clients work for our candidates you know is is to sort of prepare people for that whole process mm. uh, of interviews and recruitment. And um, there's nothing better f in the role that we do than being able to support someone through that yeah. process to, you know, be successful, yeah. you know, because sometimes you do, you just, 
Well, even the most confident people have crap days, don't they? So yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And it's just nice for us to see the confidence return, isn't it? And to yeah. be able to be part of that. Um, and now here you are, five weeks in a podcaster. Yeah. A blogger. A blogger. Happy birthday. happy birthday to Sonia as well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and so... I mean, Cameron, what about yourself? As end users of a recruitment service, what do you feel that's important to job seekers? Um, I'd echo what you guys have said, really. It is partially just having someone to offload to um, because it's difficult to do it to maybe some of your friends who are not in the same position as Mm. you or you can't really do it to your boss or things like that. So Mm. I think having that person to just offload to and just have someone listen to you as well and then to give back, you know, valuable advice, which, you know, you might not have thought about, yeah. um, especially, you know, in the trust sector from experience, the the most common thing to do is just try and climb the ladder and, you know, get as much money as you can and that mm. kind of thing. And I was never really happy in what I was doing until I actually kind of took stock and said, well, mm. maybe I should think about other options and maybe yeah. I should chat to someone about if I can transfer my skills into something completely different Mm. um and when I talked to you guys about recruiting it was you know that kind of fulfillment of well actually I've been having struggles of knowing what I want to do and finding Mm. my next step and what if I could make a job out of that in itself yeah Yeah. so it's funny that the shoe's on the other foot now really and it must be (laughs) difficult you know obviously you, you know when you are in a sector, you're being successful, you're studying professional qualifications, you yeah. are climbing the ladder, yeah. you are getting promotions, and to sort of turn around and, I guess, family, friends, and say to them, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm doing well, my age, my salary, my mm-hmm. you know benefits, et cetera, et cetera, but I don't like it. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, that was the thing, was weighing up the kind of lifestyle that came with all that stuff. Yeah. Mm versus my happiness really Um, and I thought you know you're at work more than you're anywhere else aren't Mm. you more than you're sleeping so (laughs) I thought we like sleeping (laughs) and I love my sleep so you know I thought I wanted to make a change and you know start fresh and focus on happiness first really for myself Mm. nice good Sonia I mean coming into the the recruitment marketplace as it were what what's been your sort of first observations you know it's um it's interesting because obviously I'm I've seen both sides of it. I've I've used recruitment agencies in the past, um, and obviously now I work for you yeah. guys. Um, you 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 as a user would always hope that the person who is your um, consultant will be working really hard for you, and now I can see from as from my my role supporting you guys is that you do work really hard, and it's it's. You know, the little successes when somebody gets an interview because you've sent in a CV and you guys are really happy and that really radiates through the room to when they get a second interview and then a job offer. It's amazing. It's And it's, yeah. it's great. And I don't know how um, people outside realise quite the work that you do in order to help them find their happy. And what you said is so important, Cam, you know, it's about being happy. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, I guess you've also been able to see, you know, even in this short time, a real range of job opportunities, um, but obviously a consistent area of the mm-hmm. market, which is always recruiting. You've also been able to see different types of clients um, and the way those clients obviously promote their vacancies and their uh, working environments to us. 
does, uh, what would your observations of that be? Um, I think it's crazy, isn't it? It's such a employee's market, which I would never have thought was the case. Um, and kind of seeing it from this side has been so interesting because, you know, like we said, we've not even been here two months, but I've had so many conversations with so many businesses across across the islands, so many candidates across the islands, people relocating, people looking for the next step in their career, people looking to change career entirely. It's it's all over the place, and yes. it's uh, it's an interesting time actually. I think yeah. to be in recruitment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. You know, off the back, well, hopefully the back of a pandemic, but you yeah. know, the workplace is changing, people's career choices are changing, yeah. and yeah, it's it's interesting. I think it's that time, isn't it, of yeah. reflection? Yeah, that we've yeah. had. Um, yeah. You know, we were. I was I was talking about it um, last night actually with someone, and they were saying that the it was a friend of theirs that you know, single, mm. uh, more mature, their own place, you know, really, really active, super, super social. And since having the whole pandemic, they've they've obviously been a lot less social, now loving it, now getting yeah. pleasure out of walking again, out of the garden, and have now really made that determination to start saying no um, to things that they don't want to do yeah. because yeah. of yeah. how precious our time are. Yeah. And I just think it's... It, everybody is having a different... Um, it's an out, a different outlook, isn't it? Yeah, on on the the different areas of your life, whether it's work, whether it's social, yeah. whether it's money, whether it's etc. Uh, yeah. etc. Et well, Cam, you had a candidate come to you who, over lockdown, realised the value of being with their family at home, mm. yeah. and now they're change. They want a career change, there and they don't mind taking a salary drop for that, and that's that's really amazing yeah. it's massive yeah. Yeah. isn't it it's a yeah. massive choice and i think cameron you can even consider a, a, an, an early experience of uh, successfully placing a candidate who had a number of offers on the table and the offers the offer that that individual went with was the offer that gave them more flexibility to work from home um yeah and it just reinforces, I guess, what Gemma and I have been podcasting about and talking about for some months about the flexible working, about how it's going to work going forward. And now it's been proven that when three job offers come in on the table for an individual, the job offer that they went for was that which offered them more flexibility. Yeah, exactly. Exactly as you said, Tony. It's completely about people taking the time to reevaluate what's mm. most important to them now and it's not necessarily the offers they're getting which are the biggest bucks mm. yeah it's yeah. what allows them to spend more time with their family manage their lives better yeah. flexibility hybrid working all that kind yeah. of thing is now coming into place so much more i think after covid yeah. and i think that that you know we've discussed it internally obviously but it's that element of trust you know that's just so massive yeah. you know obviously any relationship that you embark on trusts massive but to be trusted to yeah. manage your own role and manage your own time mm. how how it suits you and your family the best um, and that just doesn't work you know that's not just about female job seekers no. either no. I want to reinforce yeah. that message that flexible working isn't about you know families all the or time um, yeah good and, and so what about Tips, you know, top tips for those who want to change their career or their sector or job seeking, what would they be? Come talk to us. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would say so because when, when I was made redundant, I honestly, I felt in a very dark place. And it, I'm lucky I'm not somebody who's very negative. I am very much a glasses half full kind of person. Mm. 
but speaking to somebody who knows the industry, what types of roles are out there, can look at your CV and say to you, well, have you thought about, is invaluable. And yeah, come and speak to an expert. And just know that there's options out there. Mm. Um, You know, it's there's roles out there for people that want to stay in their their sector or as cam's you know spoken about completely changing mm. your sector there, there's definitely lots of options out there at the moment yeah and we can have yeah. that honest conversation of i course. think from, yeah. you know from from your perspective cam obviously if you want to leave you know a, a, a successful financial services environment where you've progressed you've studied professional qualifications and you want to change career totally you're going to have to be realistic about yeah. what you're going to need to compromise on yeah um salary and package is always going to be one of those things um we can we can have that frank com- conversation and i guess as a job seeker your options were certainly more limited cameron yeah absolutely i uh, i came to you guys and <laughs> I think you're annoyed. I didn't want to go into <laughs> more trust roles because yeah. we've got them in abundance. Never. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely more limited. But like I say, if you if something's not right in your life right now, in your career, and you're looking for that move, then you've got to assess what to compromise on, what mm. skills you can transfer, what you actually want to do. Figure that out first. Yeah. And yeah, come chat to us. Have mm. an honest conversation with someone and. And like like we say, it's honest. So yeah. we will be realistic with you. Yeah. And, you know, we'll obviously try and get you exactly what you're looking for, but there has to be a, a realism to it as well. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, um, it may take know, time. Yeah, that's it. Knowing the market. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, you know it, I guess, you know, for some people it's a waiting game. It's waiting for that opportunity, yeah. but just having the faith that if you want it and you're willing to make the compromise, you know, there will be opportunities yeah, there happen. for you. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to us today. Have a fantastic day. And that's goodbye from me, Tony Bracken. Bye from Gemma. Bye from Sonia. And bye from Cam. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Park Podcast, sharing tips, advice and general guidance surrounding the working world. 